This show is not for the easily offended. So if you are easily offended, go listen to something else.
Hello. <sighs> Decided to go for a walk um, this morning. Went for a walk yesterday to record a segment for uh, You Have Reached. It's uh, been a while since I recorded one. Um, and in it, well, when you listen to the episode, you'll see that Aaron was going for his morning walk. Uh, and decided to do a recording. So I decided to go for my morning walk and do a recording. And I haven't been able to do a walk in a while. There's really no reason why I shouldn't walk on the weekends, you know. Um, so I did it yesterday and I felt pretty good. But my back was hurting by the time I got home. Um, and decided to do another one again today. <sighs> so if I sound like I'm a little out of breath, that's why. Because I'm a little out of breath. I'm a 44-year-old man who's close to 300 pounds. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> dis- dis- disconcerting to hear it put that way, even though I said that all the time. Um, simply because I grew up most of my life being underweight. Um, if, if you knew me... <laughs> Let's say before I turned, before I was 27, then you'd know that I was really, really thin. I would say tall and thin, but it was not that tall. I was always like six feet, the same height I am now. But when you're thin, you usually look a lot taller than you are, than you really are, you know? Um... When you get to be six feet and you're overweight, then you're just big. <laughs> you're not big and tall, you're just big. So, I don't know, that's weird how that works. But, um, what happened was I had uh, just got married. My girlfriend at the time had, oh, well, my girlfriend had a car. Um, so instead of walking everywhere, I was not driving most places. Um, and then we got married. And things were doing pretty good until I lost my job. Um, and when I lost my job, we ended up having to move in with her family. Um her mother, her sister, sister's kids, that kind of thing. But then her mother went to go stay with her mother, which meant that it was just the two sisters who really did not get along. Bunch of kids, me, and the sister's boyfriend. And we would, I think by that, by that time I was working again. Um, so we were trying to you know, have this whole communal thing going, um, which I always thought was a bad idea, simply because, for the most part, when it comes to communal things, people look out for themselves, especially when it's family, especially when it's like bad blood between family. Um, so I always thought that a group of strangers worked better than a group of family members. Um, and so far, I've never been proven wrong with that. 
But anyway, so we um we would buy the food and they would uh and well we would buy most of the food. We buy like meats and starches and stuff like that. And her sister would use resources she had to buy other stuff. I remember one time um and I always thought that when her and her sister would sort of pick at each other, they were doing it with love underneath, right? It's one of those things where, you know, you talk shit to somebody when you're face-to-face with them, but nobody else. But you don't really talk shit about them when they're not around, and you don't like when anybody else talks shit about them. Um, that was not the case. <laughs> remember one time... Um, Instead of getting some stuff for dinner, we just stopped and got some like rotisserie chicken from like Kroger or something, you know, or maybe Boston or something. Anyway, we just bought some chicken. Uh, and since we were trying to get away from fried food, we got the rotisserie. Um, and as my wife was bringing this food in, I was stepping stepping back because it was a small place, and her sister was there, sister's boyfriend. I was behind them. And as she's bringing the food, her sister looks back at her boyfriend and rolls her eyes like, ugh, this bitch here, right? She didn't say anything, but that turned me against her sister immediately. I mean, because... It's one of those things where it's like, we're trying to save up to get out of here, all right? You aren't. You want to live here forever. We're trying to save up to get out of here, and the money that we have for the food budget, you're rolling your eyes at, you know? I mean, it's not a question of you even being grateful. But even if you're not grateful, there's no reason to act like a bitch about it. So when we left, I was like, you know what? We're not bringing any more food in this house. That was like a horrible decision. (laughs) Because that meant that we would go out to eat all the time. Um, And that can be done, uh, despite what people think. But we ate a lot of fast food. Um, and that's what really caught up with me. So in the, the combination of eating nothing but fast food and not getting as much exercise as I did, uh, I gained like almost a hundred pounds and like, whoops, shit, like six months. So much so that when her uh, sister-in-law and brother came to visit us just like six months after our wedding, they didn't even recognize me, you know? Um, (laughs) I think I was like 285 at that time. And, you know, we ended up sledding up, and I ended up uh, 
think I ended up losing like 30 pounds. But it was more of a depression diet than anything. <laughs> it was, um, what was it? Uh, cigarette for breakfast, cigarette for lunch. At 2 o'clock, I would eat some peanut M&M's. And then after work, I might eat dinner. <laughs> Might eat dinner, might not. Um, but that's what it was. And people even ask me, say, how'd you lose that weight? And I'd tell them. But I'd also preface it by saying, I don't recommend this for everybody. <laughs> but this is what I did. So, and I think now I'm at, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. That was like 10 years ago. It was over 10 years ago. So it's one of those things where it doesn't really even matter anymore. But I had a bunch of friends who were telling me, you know, you should work to get that weight off. You should work to get that weight off. You're not 40 yet. Once you get 40, it's going to be difficult to get that weight off. But part of me was like, I don't really want to lose the weight. <laughs> I want to redistribute it, but I don't actually want to lose it. Um, and it, it's amazing because with the exception of my stomach, I have very little body fat. I don't have fat on my arms I don't have fat on my legs I don't have a double chin I just have a really big belly um, according to my cousin who I haven't seen in oof, long 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 time um, he says that uh, it's uh, it's my, my nutrition I don't eat right. I think I never ate right, but when you're younger and you have a active lifestyle and pretty good metabolism, you can get away with stuff like that. Nowadays, though, um, I am starting to eat better. <laughs> In fact, since I started a new job, um, I fast on Fridays. You know, that's no real reason why. I just do. Uh... In fact, I, I think I posted on Twitter that I fast on Fridays. And almost immediately, I got like a bunch of people saying, well, why? Why, why? Why do you fast on Fridays? You know, they think it was just like some kind of health thing, but it's not. It's more like a mental discipline thing. Um, and it's one of those deals where I keep myself mentally busy on uh, Fridays anyway. Um, I have to, uh, even if I don't see, cause I, I still have a desk job, right? I still do not do a lot of walking around, especially not as much as I used to do, you know, like I was saying 10, 15 years ago. Um, but sometimes what I would do is, you know, eat some junk food, eat some, some, um, some potato chips or a candy bar or something like that while I was working on problems. Um, that's another thing I used to do. My, my coworkers used to think I was crazy. Back then, uh, when I was doing PC support, if I started a job, if I started working on a, on a trouble ticket, I would not take a break, drink, anything or eat anything until 
it was done, you know. Um, and if it took too long, then I would go hungry. And that hunger would actually help trigger my thought processes like, okay, I have to figure this out or else I can't eat. Therefore, I need to figure it out. One else type of deals. Um, and a few days ago, like I said, I posted on Twitter and I was trying to figure something out. People were like, well, are you doing this for, for health reasons, stuff like this? Like, no, but the hunger is helping me with my, uh, my, my problem solving right now. And I don't know if most people, if, if hunger will help most people because they'll be distracted, but it definitely helps me, you know. Which is just, uh, I don't know, I guess it's because it's just how I am. So, um, but it's, it's, it's not physical, it's mental. People are asking me, you know, does it, how, how do you feel? Does it make, do you, does it make you feel better? Um, not really. The fasting is just, like I said, something that I do. And on, uh, Friday, I was really, really tired. I went to bed around 11 o'clock, woke up at four and couldn't go back to sleep. <clears throat> so I got up, did some stuff. Ended up um, leaving for work the same time I normally do. Um, yeah, I think I got there like 10 or 15 minutes earlier. Uh, I don't really have a punch-in time. So I get there earlier, I can leave earlier. And I don't, when I'm at work, me and my coworkers, I notice we never eat lunch anyway so that we can leave early. <laughs> uh, once our boss told us that, it's like, hey, all bets are off. You know? And I don't know if that's necessarily legal. But we're contractors, so I don't think they really care. I don't even think that OSHA can or is even willing to um, enforce the whole half hour for an eight-hour shift type deal. Um, don't know. Don't care. I just want to know. I don't want to stay there until 5 if I can leave at 4 if I skip my lunch. So that's what I do. Um, but I was really hungry, and I was thinking, man, this is going to be tough to get through it but I did it and there were a couple times I was like you know what since this is just me nobody's gonna really care you know I can drink all the water I want but I got some money in my pocket I can just drive up to Arby's just right around the corner and uh I didn't I was actually that out of every Friday that I've done this so far and I've actually accidentally done it on a couple of Wednesdays <laughs> um this was the hardest one because it's like fresh in my mind that yes, I could go and get some food, uh, but I, I I got through it, you know. And I know it's not like you know running a marathon or something, but it's those little little things that you do, those little obstacles that you place in your way that you power through. And it's nothing like oh yeah, I'm going to take five steps today. Well, if you can't walk, then those five steps are a big thing. But if you can then those five steps are you just basically philosophically jacking yourself off alright um, if you say alright I'm not going to eat until I get home then don't eat till you get home and I didn't I wanted to stop off and get some food but I was like nope the thing is until I get home so I don't know like I said I'm, I'm proud of myself when I do those little things like that and I make it through even if they are just things that I put my way, things, goals that I want to set. Um, 
because uh, I, I would exercise more. I would, like, get the weight machine. Um, I have friends down the street who have all this kind of exercise equipment. Um, those people are in great shape. And I wish I could go down there. And they, they told me times, hey, you want to come down here? But, yeah, they both smoke. So I don't like to be around the smoke because of my asthma. Uh, but another thing is, is that my arthritis, it just seems like... <laughs> Each passing month, it just gets worse. Um, but if I keep busy, if I keep moving, it doesn't hurt as much as if I sit there, which I do most of the day. Sit in one spot, and then when I stand up to get something off the printer or to go to the bathroom or something, my feet feel like I'm like breaking them. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, a few days ago, I did something... I try to pick something up and my right, excuse me, my other right, my left hand felt like I had a a broken bone, you know, and I realize it's all just me getting older, but it's just, I don't know, so it's just just some shit that just makes you go, really? (laughs) This is what I signed up for when I wanted a long life, and yes, I know 44 really isn't a long life, but, um, it's a lot longer than some people got, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm starting to bum myself out, so let me stop at that train of thought. Um, yeah, so I'm slowly trying to get back into shape. Uh, one thing that I've definitely done is uh, I... It only took me like a week because they say in order to face a budget, to uh, create a budget. And yes, I this does have a point with what I'm tying into. You have to uh, not change your spending habits, but catalog them, you know, just just keep a track of how much you spend in a month. And then, you know, once you get past that first month, you know how much you spend. You categorize what you spend on what and you figure out where you need to make your changes, right? Say, okay, if I realize that I'm spending this much month on gas, which some people will consider to be a little bit more of a fixed expense, um, then I just have to drive uh, fewer unnecessary miles, right? And we all drive unnecessary miles because we just don't feel like driving is one way. Let's, uh, I'll just go the long, I'll go the scenic route today. No, you don't do that. You make sure that you don't have anything in your trunk that slows you down, you know. You um, make sure your tires have good air pressure, that kind of thing. This is little things. Um, with me, <laughs> it took me a week before I figured out where my, where most of my money was going. And it's not a lot of money, but it's just like, you know, a dollar here, a dollar there, four or five dollars here. And it eventually adds up. And for me, that was food. And that was mostly junk food, right? Or uh, fast food. Um, Because they're not the same. Because to me, it goes, you know, junk food, which is candy and stuff that you get from uh, vending machines and gas station checkout lines. Then there's uh, fast food, Wendy's, Arby's, stuff like that. Takeout, which is uh, pizza, Italian, Chinese, um, sushi, um, 
Mexican, that kind of stuff. Uh, then there's restaurant food, which is, you know, where you actually go and sit down to eat. Uh, and then there's, there's f- food that you make yourself. I mean, there you go. That's, that's how it is. Uh, and for me, I was getting a lot, you know, now years ago, um, when I said that we're no longer bringing food into the house, we ate nothing but uh, takeout. No, not even takeout. We would eat nothing but restaurant food when we could afford it, but mostly fast food. And that's what really killed us. And junk food. That's what really killed us. And we, I did this for like, <sighs> did it with them for like maybe a year or close to a year, which is really stupid to do when you have children really stupid um and then after we split and i was on my own i still ate nothing but junk food for like maybe another year or two so we're talking about three years of pretty much nothing but junk food excuse me fast food junk and fast food okay every now and then i'd get takeout rarely did i go to restaurants never did i cook um it wasn't until much, much later when it just occurred to me that I need to be a little bit more careful about what I eat that I would actually even go to um, uh, supermarkets and buy my own food. And even then, when I listened to somebody like Julian Smith from uh, uh, In Over Your Head podcast, which I don't even know if he still does it, but I used to visit his blog a lot. Um, he basically pointed out something I never noticed, which was the way that supermarkets are laid out, all the good stuff, the healthy stuff is like usually around the edges. You know, that's where you find your, um, your, uh, your breads, cheeses, meats, fruits, vegetables, dairy products, all that kind of stuff. And all the, the prepackaged, um, even frozen, the prepackaged, frozen, uh, basically crap food that's a lot less nutritious for you is on the inside. And that's where most people go. They go down those aisles, right? Uh, <laughs> and when he pointed that out to me, that really changed even how I go shopping. Like, um, every now and then I will. You know, like if Patty and the kids like go out to dinner or they go over to her parents' house or go over to her friend's house, I just run up to the supermarket. Instead of going to get fast food or takeout or something like that, I just go up there, grab some steaks or something because even though I'm not supposed to eat as much red meat as I do, I'm allergic to pork, you know. <laughs> what else am I going to do? I would eat a lot of, of pork, but, you know, and I eat already a lot of chicken, eat a lot of fish, eat a lot of red meat. Um, so what I do is I just go around, around the edges. I rarely ever go through those aisles except when I'm walking towards the cash register. So, I mean, that's just little things that I do. Um, and I'm, and I'm trying very hard to, to spend, you know, less money on junk food because I, like I said, I'm, I'm sitting up there and I'm looking at my expenses and within the first week I noticed most of my money goes to the vending machine at work 
um, and gas. And because I work like about 50 miles away from my house, um, I have to spend the money on gas. I don't have to keep going to the uh, vending machine. I don't have to keep uh, buying junk food. I don't have to keep buying fast food, which I don't really buy as much anymore. Once I started caring more about what I put in my body and what I, you know, and, and, and what I make, um, that's what I like spend my money on now. You know, I would rather just buy some uh, buy some potatoes and fry them up myself than buy some french fries you know or buy a bag of chips um, or even buy hash browns from the Coney Island which sounds really good which I might eat today but uh, hey, you know it, it, we, we, we went from buying uh, frozen stuff like frozen um, french fries and that kind of stuff to just getting the potatoes they're a lot cheaper um, pretty much the same way <laughs> and they're, uh, they're they taste a lot better that's another thing that got to me was um, uh, my, uh, my stepdaughter loves mushrooms on her pizza and so what Patty would do is she'd buy like a frozen pizza um, some canned mushrooms and she'd put it on top and the, and the kid would eat it no problem uh, there's this one uh, Italian place near here that really good food because and they're they they do something different with their tomato sauce so it, and it's, it's it tastes a lot less acidic I get a lot less heartburn from them um, and actually since I'm allergic to tomatoes I'm not supposed to have it at all but all it really does is like And I apologize now, but it makes my throat, my mouth and throat itch really bad and gives me really bad diarrhea. Unless I eat it from this place, right? If I eat it from this place, I still get a little bit of the throat scratching, but not as much. And the diarrhea is nearly not like a four hour event. Yes, I've actually spent four hours on the toilet before. Um, but no, you know, eh, maybe half hour, 45 minutes, which is pretty good for somebody with colitis, you know, and food allergies. Um, but I got out of the habit because Patty started buying me, like, you know, fresh mushrooms. So um, I would get it. And then, well, anyway, this, this Italian place was really good food. I was eating their uh, their um, stuff with the mushrooms on it, and it's like, oh, these mushrooms come from a can. These are these are disgusting, right? <laughs> and then that that's what kind of did it for me, because now, if we are going to get something from there, I try to make sure we have mushrooms. If I if I get something that has mushrooms in it, because oh, the kid, we, we even did it one time. Cause my it was me and Stephen, because she wasn't here. Um, and I took out some canned mushrooms. I put it on the plate. Now, he doesn't like mushrooms anyways. It didn't matter to him. But I put some out, and I took one of my mushrooms, and I cut it up, sliced it up. And I just said, son, which looks better to you? 
And he was like, hmm, this one. And he pointed to the fresh mushroom. So I took, I did a little taste test. I took one of the fresh mushrooms, took a bite. It had this earthy taste to it. I mean, it was good. It was robust. And I took one of the canned mushrooms. It was slimy. <laughs> and it tasted like plastic. And it's just like, oh, my God. And everybody since then, I was like, here. Nobody else would try it because they just, they just took, took a look at the canned mushroom next to the fresh mushrooms. Like, no, nah, I'm not even going to try that. Even people who don't like mushrooms are just like, no, nah, I'm not going to try either one of them. But if I did, I'd eat that one. You know, the kids still won't try it. She, she loves her canned mushrooms, but eh, she doesn't have the most sophisticated palate. You know, neither really do I, but at least I'm willing to try it. Anyway, so it's, it's like little things. That's how you gotta, how you gotta start. You know, um, I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow, and I'm probably gonna do a quick little podcast after that, uh, so I can see exactly how much I do weigh, um, see how my blood pressure is. Since I quit eating as much salty food, I mean, I'm not gonna say that I that the food I eat totally lacks salt because that would be untrue. Um, but I'd rather get the salt flavor from the food itself rather than piling on a bunch of salt. I do add a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, but it's not enough where all you taste is salt, right? If I want some flavor, I'll put some, some, some pepper uh, or, some, or like a splash of hot sauce or something. Um, but like I said, it's, it's little things. I'm trying, right? I don't really know a whole lot about... Uh, nutrition um i'm just so glad i don't have to worry about my cholesterol i have to worry about my blood pressure and my food allergies but i do not have to worry about my cholesterol for that i'm very happy anyway um thank you for listening to my ramble (laughs) well not my rambling i don't really ramble as I've, uh, i've as i've said on another podcast um i don't ramble i verbally meander Um, So thank you for hanging out with my verbal meanderings. Um, And I will be back soon with another episode. Thanks. Fly away on a plane Just like you came to me Take a bow, you take a bow Your spirit's left with me Watch the clouds make their shapes And picture me with you I'm so alive on so alive you color of my Shell belonging to.
to be dry. So please shine, please shine.